Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. So welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. Today I want to talk about resistance i.e. what happens when you're going through and you're doing something and all of a sudden you get stopped in your tracks by the inner voice and that creeping doubt telling you that you should just stop doing it or you're going to go out to an event for example and you're working in the day or you're relaxing at home or you're wanting to go to the gym and then you get this brainwave. Do you know what? We don't need to do that. It's going to be so much better if we just stay at home in our PJs, chuck on a Netflix and have an early night. Yeah, you know the one, right? But today I want to talk about why, in fact, leaning into resistance can actually be a good thing rather than resisting the resistance. So this is something that has been showing up a lot for me lately. So as you will have known, if you've listened to some of the podcasts before, I've been running this Kickstarter campaign for my Practical Magic Activation deck. It finished a couple of weeks ago. I'm on the outside of the project looking in now and looking at all of the things that I did well, things I, you know, just doing the roundup, things I could have done better. But I tell you what, throughout that campaign, my God, resistance was the thing that just would not go away each and every day. And before the campaign was getting going, I was so excited. I was so motivated leading up to it. And I couldn't wait to share it with the world because, you know, I knew it was a great idea. And we had such, it's it's almost like you've got the possibilities in front of you, haven't you? But when it was there, when I was in, even in the first day, I was just, this voice came in. It was a voice of the self-saboteur. And literally, by the end of the first week, I had my finger hovered over the cancel the campaign button. Not once, but probably around 10 times. And any time that I was going to go to a speaking gig or an event or put myself out there, I very nearly cancelled. I mean, there was a couple of times when I um, I got invited to go and do a talk and I knew it was going to be great because it was going to be a room full of people. I could have shared the campaign. And even five minutes beforehand, I was like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to go home on the train. And it was all resistance. And I was having the conversation with somebody around it. And it was really interesting. We were talking about what the resistance was there to do. And it got me thinking about it. What is resistance? Why have we got it? And how can we lean into it? So for me, resistance was about getting to understand it or trying to get to understand what was going on on underneath it. I.e. what was the old story that was attached to the resistance of not wanting to put myself out there or fear that by putting myself out there I felt exposed or I felt vulnerable. And I've talked about this before when I was talking about in a critic, but it's really 
important for us to kind of get underneath what this, what resistance, what ego, what fear, what that self-saboteur has got to say. Because it, in some ways, it just wants to raise awareness for it, for us. You know, if you think about that, I kind of see it as a bit of a gift. Like, what is it? I get curious. What is it that you're trying to teach me here? What are the old patternings or the old stories that you're bringing up now that I need to maybe deal with, which is why you're bringing resistance? So for me, I try and sit in the uncomfortable feeling and it's taken me a long time to do that. And for all of us, it's not nice sitting with resistance. It's not It's not nice sitting with the uncomfortable feeling because why the bloody hell would we want to put ourselves through that? But if you can view it through the lens that resistance is a place of growth and if we can get to understand what is in that push, that it's not necessarily a bad thing that the push is there, but the push is trying to prod us to help us to get something that we need to get to what is the gem what's the nugget what is the thing that we need to understand and also getting to understand what is the worst case scenario that we've got playing out in our heads and when I was doing the kickstarter campaign I went into town with worst I'm bloody good at doing worst case scenarios I mean talk about disaster movie stuff literally I can go there and I'm sure that you can do the same too I'm laughing about it but it doesn't feel like fun when you're there my house was going to get taken away my partner was going to tell me he didn't love me anymore my friends were going to call me stupid like I was going to let everybody down I was going to be on my own I was going to be unloved I was going to be homeless even the dog was going to hate me that's kind of as far as I could get to with it And But the great thing about going there with your worst case scenario is one, you get to understand how bloody ridiculous it is, but also it gives you the opportunity to pivot and think about, well, what is the option? What does happen if it does all go dreadfully wrong? And what is dreadfully wrong anyway? For me in the Kickstarter campaign, it was getting to the end of the campaign and us not reaching our funding target. Now, at the beginning of that campaign, that was really the worst thing that I could have thought of. And it felt so real. You know, it literally was, you are going to be the biggest failure in the world if you don't do this, if you don't get there. People are going to think you're completely stupid. They're going to say, well, I told you so. Why did you do it like that? Blah, 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 blah. However, when I could go to that place of it not working out, I could then start thinking about what the options would be and what the backup plans would be if it didn't work. So I felt into the resistance rather than turning off. I felt into it. So it gave me the opportunity to pivot and go, well, okay, if it doesn't work, what are all the things I could do? Or at least have the conversation with my partner rather than bottling it all up. And we had some really brilliant conversations around this thing is already out. So this doesn't work. It's just one route. So what are the other things that you can do? And feeling into that resistance of what wasn't I doing? And how can I do something about that? Or how can I get people to help me asking for support? Because that's something that we do not do very well. But it's something that people want to get involved. They want to help you. 
Now, interestingly, as human beings, we make around 35,000 decisions a day. So feeling into that resistance is a way of pivoting and thinking about the good decisions that do benefit us or what we need to do to dance around where the resistance is. There's a brilliant book by um, a guy called Stephen Pressfield, and I don't know if you've read it, if you haven't, it's really worth getting. And it's called The War of Art, and it's all about resistance. And what he says in there is that most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. So when you're looking to do something and it feels really daunting and it feels really scary but it also feels really excitement because as you know that Robert Heller saying fear is excitement without breath feel into what is the life unlived which is just desperate to get out that one that you just cannot stop thinking about you go to sleep at night it wakes you up And it might feel daunting and it might feel scary. And the only thing that's stopping you is resistance. Because resistance is uncertainty and that's completely normal. But it also creates incredible opportunity. And that uncertainty can be a gift. It can be a place of the space to be able to nurture creativity. Because we don't want to go through life doing the same thing, living Groundhog Day, living that grey existence. In resistance, in uncertainty, is all of the richness and all of the dirt and all of the joy and all of the spark to create different ways of doing things. And that can never be a bad thing. So feel into your resistance. Use it as a place of a playing ground to move yourself forward to get out this unlived life that just wants to be heard so thank you for joining me for the practical magic podcast this week i do hope you've enjoyed listening about resistance if you want to find out more then you can head to the practical magic podcast page on itunes and if you have enjoyed it do subscribe you'll get an interview or a solo piece from me each and every week and we will be back next week with more practical magic and do go on to our practical magic page to find out more about the activation deck it is up there now for you to pre-order so you can do that by going to www.practicalmagicliving.com or if you want to find out more about myself and my work you can go to www.katetaylor.co. So until next week, I will be back with an amazing guest, Sarah Powell, and we're going to be talking all about finding purpose. So until next week, have a great one. Bye.